Good morning, Crestview. My name is uh, Jared Guerin. I'm the uh, spiritual formation pastor here at Crestview. Um, I'm here today because uh, it's icy outside. Um, we canceled our services just to keep everyone safe and, uh, and off the roads. Hope that you're at home and enjoying a nice warm bed and uh, your family. But I'm glad you're here this morning to, uh, to join us in just a, a quick devotion um, and just give you guys just a, an idea of, uh, of where we're going in this uh, DNA series. Uh, part of our, our, this DNA of, of Crestview, discover, develop, deploy, square on the develop part is getting involved in groups. But before I go any further, I just want to uh, tell a quick story about um, my first day of snowboarding. On an icy morning like this, I, I was thinking of, uh, of my first day of snowboarding. I uh, graduated from college. I was in my first ministry at Flagstaff as the children's pastor, and I was pumped. I, I was really excited. I uh, got up early that morning. I already had the chains on, on the tires of my Ford Escort and started zipping up to the top of the mountain. It must have been 6 o'clock when I started rolling out. Like I said, I, I was excited. I had everything loaded up. Uh, the night before, I can remember, um, I had never been snowboarding before, but I wanted to kind of imagine it in my head. I was like, I'm going to be good at this. I'm going to be great. And so I actually put on all my snow stuff, put on my, my, my snowboard boots, locked into my board, and stood there sweating in the middle of my living room. On my way up to the mountain, like I said, I was getting more and more excited and uh, got, to the, got to the very top, got my board out, started walking towards the ski lodge. When I was there, I walked up to the desk and I said, you know what, my name is Jared Guerin, I'm here for snowboard school. They said, great, Mr. Guerin, we'd love to have you. Um, however, the, the, the snowboard school at 8 o'clock, it's full. You're going to have to wait till 9 o'clock. I was like, okay. I was a little devastated, but you know, I was, all right, sign me up. 9 o'clock it is, 9 o'clock. So I went outside, sat down on a lonely bench, watching people go up the mountain, off to have some fun. And there I was just sitting there cold and lonely. Then I got an idea in my mind. I was like, you know what? I am not going to wait an hour. There's no way I'm going to wait an hour to head up the mountain and have my fun. So I was like, you know, I can figure this out. I can do this by myself. So what I did, I, I watched everybody. I was like, okay, I can do this. And, and what the guys would do, they would lock in their front boot to the, to the snowboard, and with their back boot, they'd skate along, and that would propel them along the snow. And, and as soon as they did that, they would, they would hop on the, um, the, the ski lift and head up the mountain. They, they'd get in position, ski lift would come out of the rear and head them all up the mountain. I'm like, I can do this. So what I did, I, I locked in, skated over, showed my lift ticket. I'm like, hey, I'm Jared Guerin. I, I have a, a lift ticket today. I, I'm a pro snowboarder, or I, I will be at least. They're like, okay, hop on. So I got over there. Ski lift came up, whoosh, up the mountain. I was off. I, I was so excited, so excited. I got, oh, it took about 15, 20 minutes to get to the top. And, and then I realized I, I had never observed anybody getting off a lift before. And so it, it was coming quick, the, the, the point where people were getting off, and I didn't know how to do it. I, I raised up the thing on my, on, my, uh, on my basket. I'm like, didn't know what to do. So I, I did what any guy would do. I yelled on up ahead to the, the operator. I said, 
hey, how do you get off this thing? He looked at me with a, with a strange look in his face. He's like, what? I said, I've never done this before. How do I get off? He's like, well, you need to get off right there. And as I was coming up really quick, he's like, I was like, right there? He said, yeah, right there. Right there? Yeah, back there. You just missed it. So like, a panic went off in my mind. I was like, you know what? Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to make that inevitable turn to go back down the mountain. And I can imagine just this lonely guy going back down the mountain and having to look everybody else in the face saying, you know what? Sorry, I missed the get off. Yep, I'm a noob. Yep, I- I've never done this before. So instead of doing that, they, they kinda, those ideas kind of flashed in my mind. So instead of going back down the hill, I did what any guy could do, and I bailed. Yep, I, I jumped off seven or eight feet into a, a big drift of snow. Everything was everywhere. People stood over me, and we, they were clapping. That was a good one. You know what? Jesus says in Luke 17, verse 1, Jesus says to his disciples, things that cause people to stumble are bound to come. Things that cause people to stumble are bound to come. It's, it's not a matter of if or when. It's a matter, it, it is going to happen. Things that cause people to stumble. And you know what? When, when, when I fell, people thought it was kind of funny. It, it was at the time. They're, they're clapping. But you know what? There's nobody who came over there. I, I had to kind of crawl myself out by myself, and it wasn't, it wasn't very pretty. But Jesus says in our lives, things with our faith, they're going to cause us to stumble. Um, uh, uh, things uh, that I can think of, maybe you're just off to college and you have a professor that asks you a question that you've never thought of and it shakes your faith. Maybe there's a, a bad circumstance in your life that, that causes you just to question everything. Maybe there's a sin that has hold of your life and, and makes you step away from God. Jesus knows that there are things in our life that cause us to stumble in our faith. Uh, in my life, uh, when I think about uh, the things that, that has caused me, to, my faith, to stumble, it came in college. Um, I just start, re- rewind just a little bit earlier. I grew up in a lo- loving Christian family. Uh, my, my parents uh, re- really, really got serious about their faith um, just as I was born. And so I grew up going to the, uh, going to the church I was baptized with my family along with my older brother and my mom and my dad when I was about second or third grade. Um, I, I would define my life and my testimony. I, I used to define it as, as a boring testimony. I, it was just more steps in God's direction through my teen years and on into early college. But my faith was shaken to its core in, a, in, in college. Um, uh, some friends of mine on a, on a camp team. They, they were out one summer going from one camp to the next and they were involved in a car accident. I, I can remember it clearly where I was when I got the call saying that one of my closest friends had been in a car accident. He was in uh, ICU. I can remember praying and, and, and just knowing, man, God has got this. He's got it. I'm like, Lord, I, I pray that Matt would live. Lord, I pray that not only would he live, but he would be healed. And, and, and I prayed w- w- with, 
with deep faith. And, and I knew with all shadow of a doubt that, that God was going to answer. He was going to deliver until he died. It was just a couple days later. Matt died. And what, everything I thought I knew about Jesus and who he was and God and how much he cared about me was shaken. I went back to square one. I was like, you know, why do I believe? Why do I choose God? Why not a different religion? Why not something else? Is there even a God? And it was during that time I had to lean in to, to my brothers and sisters around me. They knew I was struggling, just the same as they were. We came around each other during that tough time and helped each other. We gave each other some hope when we felt hopeless. We attended the funerals together. And I tell you, there are many things, Jesus said, there are many things in this life that are, that are bound to come. And, and you know what? Troubles are one of them. It's things that cause our faith to stumble. But the answer, I think, so what we need to do about that comes from Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. My question to you this morning, who's going to be there to help you up? When you stumble, who's going to be there to put their arm around you? When you're having a hard time, who's going to comfort you? Who's going to sit down and pray with you? And I hope you have those people in your life. At Crestview, a huge part of this developed part, how we grow spiritually, is being connected with a group of believers. And at Crestview, the way we do it is in, in life groups. I highly encourage you, if you're not involved in one already, get involved in a life group. I'll, I'll tell you something that's going to happen. February 26th, Life on Mission. It's an all-church curriculum. Uh, our kids, youth, adults, Sunday morning, life group, Everybody's going to be doing this. Everybody. And, I want to, and we're asking a commitment of three things during that time. We want you daily in the Word. We want you weekly on Sundays being here for worship. And then lastly, weekly for these six weeks involved in a life group. We want every single youth, every single um, adult involved in a life group. I pray that you take advantage of this opportunity because it's not a matter of if hard times are going to come. It's a matter of when. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, we thank you for, for the, the brothers and sisters you've put around us. For when we sin, they hold us accountable. For when we have hard times and death, they're there to comfort us. Lord, I pray that we'd place people in our life intentionally, including life groups, to help us through those hard times, to help us grow in our faith, 
Help us take steps towards you. Lord, it's your name we pray. Amen.